Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Hour number two of the show, live from the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center. Cardinals, a 10-point win over the Rams yesterday. Arizona now 4-6. and six. The Rams drop to 3-6, and six, and the Cardinals get that all-important division win. That was, that was the... Not not the only thing, certainly, that had put them with their uh, backs against the wall going into that game yesterday, Wolf. But uh, but you got to win some division games because if you if you have any realistic shot at getting back in this and making the playoffs, there's going to be some tie breaking scenarios that might very well come into play, and you, you couldn't start zero and four in the division yeah. and expect to have any chance. So they go out there. They get the win. They're playing with a backup quarterback. They're playing with four backup offensive linemen. You're playing without Hollywood Brown. All these guys. No Byron Murphy, by the way. No Byron Murphy against against the Rams. Cooper Cup. They hold Cooper Cup to negative one yard. I, that, that that was stunning. There's yeah. no doubt about it. We've got this new game. You and I are going to play. Well, you know what's your number? I think we're going to call yeah, it. What's we're your call number? It. Is that what it is right there? Why not? What is your number? That was my number. Negative one. Negative one. Why do you say negative one? Cooper Cup. And I know Cooper Cup got hurt. In in this game, but it's not like he got hurt on the first drive. He got hurt in the second half. Yes, he, they held him to negative one receiving yard, and you couple that with what he did against them the first time. He has forty three receiving yards in two games against the Cardinals. Look at Cooper Cup's numbers in every single other game he has played <laughs> in the last three years, and tell me it's not absurd that the Cardinals have held him to twenty one and a half receiving yards per game against them yes. this year. So the negative one once again was his amount of. Of receiving yards yes. for the game. Three catches for negative That's one yard. That's your number right there, right? So, okay, my number is going to be three for three. Three for three. Do you know what that is, Luke? Uh, of course you do. What's the fourth down conversion? Oh, yeah. How about that right there? Three fourth down conversions. And no, they didn't happen where they suddenly were in desperation mode. They were not. It was fourth down in the first quarter, as a matter of fact, on that long drive, and they went for it on fourth down. And they got three points out of that. Then, of course, in the second quarter, they went for it on fourth down once again in the second quarter in the middle of the drive and they got a touchdown out of that possession right there. So that's 10 points. And then in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter they did it again. On a touchdown possession, went for a fourth down, fourth and three. Rondell Moore down the sideline. Listen, you know what? It wasn't like that is the only option for Colt McCoy. It was not. That's the thing. Whenever you see that turned into a fade, that could just be a route adjustment by Rondell Moore. That could just be it. And Colt McCoy says, you know what? I like it. I'm going to take that shot right there. But you can't dictate. Just because you call a play, you can't always dictate where the quarterback's going to go with the ball. That doesn't work He's like got that. to read it. Yeah. And that's why you never know for sure that was his only option. Heck no, that wasn't his only option. But Colt McCoy liked it, threw it up for Rondell Moore. He got it. Three for three, converted all three fourth downs. And on those three possessions, three different possessions, they scored 17 points in this game. You do the math. Just think about that. That's it. That's That's the win. That's the win. Three for three. That's my number. The one at the Rams six 
when the game was three to three and they went for it. That's risky, right? Because it's three to three and you're moving the ball. And honestly, in a game like yesterday, especially at that point, it felt like every three points were going to matter because the Rams weren't. I said, I was like, score. kick it. Hey, kick it. Go up six three. Nobody yes. would fault you for that. And they end up getting a touchdown. And, you know, Cliff Kingsbury came out firing yesterday. Yes. Literally, 11 straight passes to start the game. We got to talk about that here. This is actually, this is Cliff talking about it after the game. Yeah, I mean, they're really good up front. And we knew we had four out of the five starting offensive linemen down. And it, I didn't want to be in second and long, third and long. And we knew there'd be space in there. And, and I knew that Cole could pick it apart and be accurate. And, um, you know, he's really good at pre-snap recognition. That's what he did. So we wanted to come out and throw it and try to get in a rhythm. And then he was able to do that. It's crazy how how good of chemistry on the field Colt McCoy instantly yes. had with DeAndre Hopkins and Rondale Moore and, and and some other guys too AJ Green too, but specifically as the backup to step in and and just be locked in with three of your receivers like that. And I love the way he did it, Cliff Kingsbury once again, man. Um, his aggressive play calling and his decision making paid off. I would have punted it one of the touchdowns on the fourth down, Rondale Moore right before the throw. To Rondell Moore, I'm up there. Great play, Dave. I I would have punted it here, David. Are you kidding me? Come on, this is a close game. Punt the ball. Let your defense go about their business. Oh, Rondell Moore with a one handed catch. That was the one at the forty, right? They were at the forty, so like a punt would only maybe. It was in the fourth quarter. Yeah, at the so they were in they were in Rams territory. It was the eight forty five mark of the fourth quarter. Right there, that the fourth down one that that I would have been more likely to kick it was the field goal to go up (laughs) six three. Either way, they. Went for it both times and they converted both of them. Yeah, but you know, just the fact Cliff came out throwing the ball and then gradually backed off and balanced the attack in the second half when they had the lead. Um, I thought that was genius. Uh, the first eleven plays were genius when you think about it because nobody thought the Arizona Cardinals were going to come out and throw the ball eleven consecutive times. Nobody thought that was going to happen. No. no way. The Rams certainly Even didn't the think Rams, it was going to happen. Oh, my goodness. Aaron Donald, there was no way. Aaron Donald's looking for, he was looking for the run. Where's the run? Where, no, no. Dink, 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 dink. And here it came, man. Colt McCoy getting the ball out quickly. Um, threw the ball 27 times in the first half. Blew my mind. And then I loved how Cliff backed off and evened it out and went with a lot more balance running the ball in the second half. You had a lead. It showed awareness. Well, and in fairness to Cliff, it showed awareness. Cliff has said this a number of times sitting in that chair right there to us when when we ask him about finding more balance offensively and running more. He has consistently said it's a lot easier to do that when we have the lead. Yes. He really has. He hasn't used injury so much as an excuse on this show at least, but he has pointed to the fact that, yeah, it's harder to to run the the offense we want to run when we're trailing. I love the, especially in retrospect, the idea of coming out and keeping the Rams off balance to start the game. Who expects 11 straight passes? And in fairness as well, Wolf, no the, the fourth downs, all three of those the risk versus reward, whether you thought they should do it in the moment or not, was at least worth it. It wasn't like, hey, I'm going to go for it. It's fourth and four from our own 27, and if we get a first down, we'll probably be punting in three plays anyway. There was immediate gain from going for it all four times, or all three times. Yeah, except that 845 mark right there, man. I was like, okay, man. Hey, listen. I'm not saying um, you have to agree with it. There there was at least a risk for doing it, or a reward for doing it, if if you converted it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, You know, 
The Cardinals scored 17 points on those three different possessions on the fourth down, man. That, that to me, blew my mind. Those were great decisions in the end by Cliff Kingsbury. Now, they're great because what happened? It worked. <laughs> it worked. But think about it. If you pump the ball in those situations right there, you're talking about 17 points. Mm-hmm. You're taking off the board. Now, I, maybe that 845 would have been a desperate fourth down. Yeah. And you were, you were like, well, we don't have the lead here. We got to go for it, of course. Maybe that would have been the situation. But having said that, man, you got to give Cliff Kingsbury the credit when the credit is earned. And the credit was earned by Cliff. Yeah. I mean, that's the life of the NFL coach. You could have kicked on all, all three of those fourth downs and nobody would have faulted you. But yeah. what the conversation might have been today was again, no, they can't score. They had to take some risks to score. They took the risks. They paid off. They win the game. Now it's your turn. Who would you give a game ball to for yesterday's Cardinals win? We're going to open up the phone line 602-260-9870. It's our listeners only meeting. Again, 602-260-9870. Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Right, we are here at the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center. It is a Big Red Monday, and it is time to go out to the phones for a listeners-only meeting here, Wolf. 602-260-9870. Let's start with Christian in Phoenix. Christian, what's going on? Uh, yes, yeah, hi. How are you guys? Good. Good. Uh, first, my first thought of the game is Buda Baker should never wear another uniform besides the Cardinals uniform ever. And yes. my second thought is, well, if I'm on your side on the third, uh, fourth down conversion, I was like, don't go for it, don't go for it. Yeah. And then they got it, and I was like, yep, they should have went for it the whole time. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. Have a good day. Thanks. Okay, man. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. Man. A little bit of levity, little yeah. honesty right there as well. No, that's that. That was me on the second one where I was like, I six points might beat the Rams. Just kick the field goal, and then it was like, oh, okay, they got it. Look, but I, I will say this again: in the past, where I'm, what any time when I'm going to be frustrated about a fourth down is when I don't see the reward. Yesterday, there was an actual reward to go for it, uh, going for it each time. Yeah. If you don't get it, there's no reward. But at least you know there's at least something tangible. If we convert this, it's worth it. We're not just at our own thirty-two, and we're going to have to punch. Exactly, thirty-two. It's a zero-zero game. Yeah. Like, we- what are you We're going to go for it on yeah. fourth and don't, two. Don't, Where is the risk reward in that? Don't go for it just to go for it. Uh, back up to the phones. Justin in Buckeye. Justin, you're on the Wolf and Luke show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, uh, what up, bro? I for, uh, what up, bro? Um, for, my, for me, it was a jarring visual to see just how much it looked. Uh, Colt McCoy looked like a giant compared to Kyler Murray. And... and the receivers had to have seen the ball better. To me, it just seemed like the the receivers were catching the ball with a little more certainty and stuff. And maybe Cliff and Kyler can both learn to maybe roll him out a little bit more, maybe give him a better line of sight to these receivers. And maybe that might solve our issues with the drops and stuff like that. I don't know. What's your thoughts, Wolf? Love you, brother. You guys okay, man. Thanks, Justin. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, let me just say, there's a lot that I think Kyler Murray can actually learn from Colt McCoy. And I think there's a lot he's already learned from Colt McCoy. Kyler Murray, it's... 
It's a tough situation, guys, because once again, um, there are so many people that look at Kyler Murray like he is a finished product. He's not a finished product. He is not. Um, especially when you look at his lack of experience, really, at the college level. He is not a finished product. He's learning how to actually be a franchise quarterback, and he's going to continue to learn how to be a franchise quarterback. Yeah, you gave him $230 million, no doubt about it. But at the, at the time, what were you going to do? Were you not going to pay Kyler Murray? You know what? I mean, even me, I I was like, hey, one more year. I want to see one more year right there. Well, if he wasn't going to play for you, he wasn't going to play at five million or five and a half million, whatever it was, what are you going to do? You had to at that point in time, for the most part, you had to pay him. And by the way, he'd already been to two Pro Bowls. So right now, he he is a work in progress, and having Colt McCoy around to influence him is a big deal in my opinion. That, the important thing you just said in there, especially, is that he's a work in progress as long as he sees himself as a work in progress. And I think that's where a lot of people this offseason were like, a lot of fans were like, okay, what you know, you're sitting here demanding this money, and you've never won a playoff game. Do you think... And especially the way last season ended, like, do you think you're fine and everybody else around you has to change? I think we've seen Kyler evolving and attempting to evolve this season. Now, on the field, he hasn't been as as good as, as he was at the start of last year. I kind of feel like he's just sort of plateauing right now. That doesn't mean his career's plateauing. And absolutely, I hope he watched that game yesterday and was like, I can do that. I, what, what Colt just did right there, I can do that. And like the caller just said, like Justin just said, maybe Cliff's looking at things and saying, Colt McCoy and that offense instantly looked like a, a an NFL offense yesterday, Wolf. Yes. Kyler can do that, too. He can watch tape. He can learn from what he sees. It's going to be a big learning day today. I believe that. Because Kyler's going to get the opportunity to sit in that quarterback room with Cliff Kingsbury, with Colt McCoy, with everybody else, and talk about what's going on on tape. By the way, you need him to be able to do that. Because if he can't do that, then you've got a real issue. Because you've paid the guy $230 million and he's here for five years. Let's go out to Scotty in Scottsdale. Scotty, what's up? Hey, Colt McCoy definitely gets the game ball for being very calm. When Kyler gets that snap, it's frenetic, it's crazy. My heart starts racing, I start panicking, I can't figure out how far backwards we're going to go. And it was night and day yesterday. Colt McCoy gets it, he's calm, fast, and it just felt so nice. I got to relax and watch good things happen. <laughs> Thanks, you know, buddy. once again, you don't always want it that way. You don't. Um, Tom Brady, of course, legendarily so. Tom Brady will go off on the sideline from time to time. Um, when needed, you have to be capable of doing that. If you do it all the time, you're going to lose your impact, man. Scotty's right, though. You know, you watch, you watch Kyler Murray when he plays it's either exciting or nauseating, right? Like, it's it's never just like, you can't even sit down. Like, Colt McCoy, it was just like, I'm going to snap the ball, I'm going to throw it to A.J. Green. Okay, now I'm going to throw it to DeAndre Hopkins. No, it, it was just, it was, and some of that was the Rams are a mess. But the Rams' defense isn't really a mess. It's the Rams' offense that's a mess. And it was just kind of like, all right, quick plays, moving the ball down the field. And here we took a couple shots down the field. Didn't work, but he took a couple shots. Uh, got Rondale Moore very involved. Let's go back out to the phones and talk to Jose in Phoenix. Jose, what's going on? Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Yep. So I think the game ball revolves all around Cole McCoy. Just like you guys were saying before the game uh, previously, 
that Kyler Murray needs to show that he needs to fight through injuries and proceed on. After that injury looked a bit scary for Cole McCoy. It looks like we were have to go to Trace McSorley. But he fought through that and got the team all back up when he was set back on the field. But that's what I think. Thank you, guys. Thanks, no, that's Jose. good, man. Seriously, it's a great observation. Once again, Cole McCoy, you kidding me? Backup quarterbacks, they always want the opportunity to go out and show they can play, especially Colt McCoy, because here's a guy. Now, what is he, 3-1? and one? Is it the yes, 3-1? Three 3-1 and three one one is a Cardinal starter. As a starter right now. 3-0 and and oh in the division. 3-0 and oh in the division, that's right, because it was the Carolina game, right, where nobody played Carolina, well. It yeah. was the Carolina game where nobody <laughs> played well over at State Farms. Stadium. That was nasty, wasn't it, Christian McCaffrey? And I, he's beat all three teams, right? He beat Seattle and San Francisco last year, and he beat the Rams this year. Yeah, how about that right there? Colt McCoy, division killer. That's a pretty good option to be able to go to. And, and you know, it's very early, and they don't play till Monday, but I have to assume if Kyler Murray, if he can't run, if they don't think he can run yeah. full speed, I mean... Hey, Why wouldn't you go to Colt one more time? Too, once again, if you've got four backup offensive linemen, think about it. For the most part, Basinonians, a backup typically is not as good at pass protection. That's why he's a backup. Because he's not. This is a passing league. The starters, for the most part, are your polished pass protectors, for the most part. Now there are some notable exceptions, of course. But in a passing league, man, your five offensive linemen have got to be able to pass protect. And the reason why backups, many of the much of the time, are backups, is because their pass protection suffers. That's that's why you when you have uh, four of them out, you come out and throw eleven straight passes. Exactly, quarterback. Let's uh, one more. Let's go to Tom. In Phoenix, Tom, you're on the Wolf and Luke show. Oh, hi, uh, Wolf and Luke. I love your show. What's Thanks, up, Tom? Uh, before I uh, make my comment, just a quick question. Wolf, based on a recent development in the NFL, say the Cardinals lose their next five games and the Colts win their next five games, and Mr. Bidwell comes to you on bended knee and says, Wolf, we need you. Please coach our team. What would you do? Do you have any idea yet? I honestly would tell you, my friend, I am not qualified to be a head coach in the National Football League. I am not qualified. And I, 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 I appreciate the sentiment. I really do. It's awfully nice of you guys. But I'm not Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday, I believe, is qualified. Now, once again, when I say that, only because he's qualified on an interim basis to say, you know what, I'll, I'll get you, Robert Ursay, you're a friend of mine, I'll get you out of the season. And I'll, I'll get the most out of the guys that are in that locker room because I know how to appeal to them. But for me, I can tell you I would make, um, no, I, I'm not qualified to be that guy. I'm not qualified to be Jeff Saturday, Undefeated let alone Jeff a head Saturday. coach. Undefeated Jeff Saturday. I know, how about it? All right, Tom, we appreciate the call. Thanks to everybody who got through. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. When we come back, the Cardinals picked up a much-needed win yesterday, and half the division took losses. We'll reset the NFC West next on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Well, 2-1 and one in this three-game stretch of division opponents is still in play, Wolf. Probably the, the flip of how people would have expected the Cardinals to get to 1-1, one and one, lose to Seattle. 
beat the Rams, although after watching the Rams, maybe maybe this is the way we should have expected it. I tell you, if they if they would have just beat Seattle one of those two games. I you know, know, man, I know. They'd be tied with Seattle, man. a half game out of first. Just it's, you just got to beat Seattle one of the two games. One of the two games. Never in a million years did I think they were going to lose both games to Seattle. I just did not see that happening at all coming into this season. Now the trade-off is because you got swept by Seattle, you're going to have to beat San Francisco at least once and probably twice. And San Francisco, I think, is the best team in the division, but they don't. I mean, they're not even in first. They don't look San Francisco has the best roster, I would say, in the division. But just because you have the best roster doesn't mean you're going to play the best, as we all know. They don't totally seem to know how to use all their pieces yet. Like Kyle Shanahan all of a sudden almost seems to have too many pieces on offense. Oh, you got Christian McCaffrey now. Oh, Eli Mitchell's back. Oh, you got Debo. You got Brandon Ayuk. Now they won. They won last night. Sure. They didn't look great through the whole thing, but they found a way to win, and their defense is obviously the strength. So the way this division breaks down right now, you got the Seahawks at six and four, you got the 49ers at five and four, you got the Cardinals at four and six, and the Rams at three and six. And I tell you, the biggest thing for the Cardinals winning that game yesterday was they're not winless in the division anymore. They're at least one and three now. So you're still you you still have a chance to go five hundred in the division. Yeah. Um a couple of things from this base and audience is win. Now first of all, the Rams are dead last in the NFC West. That's number one right there. And they look like it. And it kind of, yeah, they look like it. And not only that, with the injury to Matthew Stafford, and you just don't know the concussion protocol, he should be okay, should be ready to go, of course. You never know about those kind of things, though. Once you suffer one, sometimes you're more susceptible to suffering another one, of course. Let's hope that's not the case with Matthew Stafford. But it's not like Matthew Stafford has been lighting the lamp. It's not like he's had a great season. He is not. He has not had a great season. In eight games, he's thrown only eight touchdowns and has eight picks. That's just, that's bad. He's been sacked 28 times. Last year, last season, he was sacked 30 times in the regular season. (laughs) They still have eight games left, and he's been sacked 28 times so far this season right now. So Matthew Stafford has not had a great season. The Rams are, for the most part, until... Until I see them resuscitated, they're dead in the water, Let's metaphorically speaking. Put it in perspective this way. Everybody watched that game yesterday, right? The Rams' offense didn't look right. They actually raised their points per game average yesterday by scoring 17. There you That's go. how bad they have been yes. offensively this season. That's why I find it comical when people are like, well, they didn't have Stafford. Of course Cooper Cup wasn't going to have a good game. Cardinals didn't have Byron Murphy. Yes. Stafford hasn't been good this year. <laughs> like, hasn't yes, been good. Wolford's still, yes, he's the backup, and, and he looked like a backup at times yesterday. But it's not like it's not like the Rams played yesterday without Patrick Mahomes. They, What you saw on offense from them yesterday was basically the same, except it wasn't through Cooper Cup. But yeah. the overall production was basically the same. Um, they are now going to play New Orleans this week. Seattle's off this week, and of course the 49ers play the Cardinals. But you're right there. Again, you are right there. It keeps coming back, and you, I'll give you credit. You said this even last week when it looked bleak. We all said two and one. If you get through two and one, well, now if you get through two and one, if you can somehow beat the 49ers, you're going to be a half game back of them, and you're going to be what? You're going to be a game back of Seattle. Yes. First of all, though, I just want to go back to losing to Seattle twice. No. <laughs> With Geno Smith. I, I'm not buying it. I, I'm still. It's not even Geno's that you I can score. I love Geno Smith. I do. I, I absolutely. It's West Virginia. <laughs> it's West Virginia. We don't have to go down that road again, right? I love Geno Smith. 
Smith. Yet at the same time, I I don't know if I'm buying what I'm seeing from the Seattle Seahawks because I saw them on tape. I saw them on tape, a large sample size. The first time the Arizona Cardinals played them, their, their defense was awful. Yes, they got really, really good. They got a lot better in a three-game window. I'm just wondering, can they sustain that level of play defensively? Can they? Can Geno Smith, like I said, prove it? That's the great thing about it. The NFL is a meritocracy. You've got to prove yourself week after week after week. I'm not even talking about the Arizona Cardinals. You're you're at four and six right now. The Arizona Cardinals playoffs started yesterday. And fortunately, they beat the Rams. So I'm not trying to prop up the Cardinals saying, boy, they're back at four and six. They've got to prove it as well the rest of the way. But the Seattle Seahawks, I'm sorry, not buying it. The 49ers roster, I'll look at the 49ers roster, I'll watch them on tape and say, man, there's an awful lot there. The Seattle Seahawks, I'm not seeing it. i got to see it to believe it. It feels like the 49ers have all the pieces to the puzzle. They just haven't put them together yet. Whereas with the Seahawks, it's like, oh, that puzzle's coming along pretty well, but I'm not sure you have all the pieces. <laughs> so like, you may get to a certain point and not be able to finish the puzzle if you're the Seahawks. Credit to them for being 6-4. and four. Credit to Geno Smith. It's, it's probably the best story in the NFL this year. Totally. But man, especially that first meeting against the Seahawks when both teams were two and three, that's the one. That's the one that really stings. You couldn't just score 20 points against Seattle when they couldn't stop anybody because if you did that, you would be tied with Seattle a half game out of first place in the division. And it doesn't change my opinion of Pete Carroll and the job that Pete Carroll has no, done. Just a why phenomenal, they're just a phenomenal job up there. It doesn't change. It just means I need to see it the rest of the way. I do. And that goes for the Arizona Cardinals as well, right? Of course. Boy, as for the Rams, though, just uh, just a mess right now. This is Sean McVay after the game yesterday saying there's just not a lot of positives to take. Not a lot of positives that you can take away from this. It's tough. It stings. Um, you know, there's just a lot of different reasons that we're in this position. You know, what, uh, what I think it really boils down to is when you do get a little bit of momentum, when you're really just trying to scratch and claw to create any bit of it, we've got to be able to play more complimentary football, whether that's we cut it to a one possession game, we end up being able to get a stop and then, you know, transition to be able to get some points after that, or we end up having, you know, a three and out. Do we get another stop? There's just so many different things. Um, you know, not a lot of good to be able to take away from this, um, but but we're going to continue to try to figure it out. But uh, this is uh, this was a challenging one. Yeah, strategically, once again, if you want to play complimentary football, have at it. That's That says what we're going to do. Our offense is going to come out after our defense turns you over, and we're going to capitalize on that turnover, and we're going to move down the field, and we're going to score a touchdown. Yeah, if that's what you're talking about from a strategic perspective, I'm all for that. Tactical, as a player... Do your job. Play as hard as you can. Don't tell me you're going to change the way you approach the situation. Oh, now on this possession, I'm really going to try hard because guess what? Our defense just turned you over, and now I'm an offensive player, so I'm going to play really hard now because we need to play complimentary football and score. Don't ever do that. Ever. Unless Jalen Ramsey is your teammate. Every every down should be, I'm going to give it everything I've got, period. Whether it's complimentary or not. As an individual, that's what I'm going to do. I'm out. Thank you very much. 
Here's the teams. I know. I know. There's a, there's that school of thought of well, yeah, the Rams should be falling apart. They they went all in on last year. They got their Super Bowl. Okay, and now they're falling apart. They they rented players. Uh, yeah, there's something to that. I didn't think they'd be this bad though. Here's the teams that are worse in point differential than the L.A. Rams this season. Okay, the Rams who just won the Super Bowl nine months ago. Yeah. Houston and Pittsburgh. That's it. In the entire NFL, those are the teams with a worse point differential than the Rams, who are at minus 52 right now. I'm going to have to get on my brother Craig for that. (laughs) They got a rookie quarterback. Kick him right in the cradle. All right, when we come back, which performances stood out against the Rams? We're going to hand out game balls next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. That's the way to fight. That's the way you prepare during the week, and that's the way you play at the end of the end of the week. Great job. Great we gotta get a game ball. We're giving out game balls with Wolf and Luke. Game ball, game ball, where's the ball? All right, it's time to hand out some game balls. You made fun of Pash for this earlier. You said he was gonna give a, a game ball out to like half the team, and now that's probably what we're gonna do, Wolf. Yeah. But it's different. Because Pash isn't here to make fun of you. Yeah, it is different. Uh, first of all, I've only got five game balls, okay? Um, and I only have five because, honestly, like, I would give one out offensively, defensively, and in transition with special teams. That's okay. what I would do all right. for the most part if I were a coach. But because we're treating game balls and the distribution thereof kind of like fulcrum football, I thought I'd better bring at least five names. How do you feel about this music? Kind of makes um, me want to dance on a beach. Yeah. Yeah, really. I don't know why. Now it doesn't. It does not. No, there's no dancing on this. I don't know what this is. Now it is. makes me want to run. It sounds like somebody that Away. might play tiddlywinks or something. <laughs> you okay. stick to play tiddlywinks, but okay, um, we're going back and forth here. Okay, yeah, you go ahead. You start. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll do, uh, I think there's two easy ones, so I'll go with uh, the easy one on the defensive side of the football. Buda Baker wasn't supposed to play. He was ruled out by a coach who... Look, that coach is going to join us in two hours. That coach typically, his his injury report is, well, we're hopeful. Um, hey, coach, is, uh, is Rodney Hudson going to play? Oh, we're hoping. We're, we're hopeful. Hey, is, uh, is Kyler going to play? Well, you know, we'll, we'll see how it looks later in the week. That's He's got a thing. He's got a minor thing. He's got this. He's got that. Never says anything with Buddha. He's like, on Wednesday, oh, yeah, no, he's out. Zero percent chance. How can he play? He just, just got diagnosed with a high ankle sprain. Four days later, Buddha's out there intercepting a pass to basically win the game for the Cardinals. Pretty incredible, is it not? Buddha game ball Baker. to Buddha. Buddha Baker, of course, with a game ball. I think we'd all agree. Um, okay, I'm going to give my game ball to Colt McCoy. I'm not going to shock anybody, but Colt McCoy went out there, just manipulated this offense, did an excellent job, and it was right from the very beginning, on the very first possession, throwing the ball 11 consecutive times going out there. Colt McCoy's got a little something-something coming out of the side of his neck, as we all know, not afraid to go out there and be belligerent as a quarterback. Belligerent. How in the world are you going to throw the ball 11 consecutive times against the Rams defense when you have Aaron Donald? Do you know who I am? Yeah, Cole McCoy knew exactly who he was and who he was up against and what he was up against. And yet he went out there and executed, especially right from the very first possession, down the field, took it down, tied the game up. At three, granted, but still a field goal. Colt McCoy played an incredible game, as we all know. And because of that, Colt, 
you get the game ball. To me, those are the two guys that have to get game balls. Have to. A- anything else, it, it, you can you can add more. There are other players that deserve them. Or Dave, David, David Ash, given out that, like, he'll just give out the whole, exactly. He'll give <laughs> we out. have to order more footballs. Oh, here's 17 game balls. You know, the best part of that quote is it's probably going to end up on Hard Knocks this week. You're going to have to hear yeah, it again. Right. Uh, no, but those are the two main ones. you got to give one to Colt and you got to give one to Buddha. Now, if you are more inclined to keep handing out game balls, um, I would say maybe this is against the rules, Wolf, but I don't care. I would give it to the offensive line. I would give it to four backups and Kelvin Beecham on the offensive line, preventing Aaron Donald from even getting a sack. The Rams did get two sacks, but for the most part, I know a lot of that was Colt getting the snap and, and getting rid of it quickly. I know that was a huge part of it. The offensive line, all things considered, especially when you consider that four of the five starters and quite a few backups are out, that was, that was, you shouldn't win a game when you're missing four of your five offensive linemen. I don't care who you're playing. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one right there. Um, okay, let me just say this. Um, I'm going to go with Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons is going to get a game ball. I'm not going to argue with you. Isaiah Simmons, um, once again, made a huge play to seal the deal. Now, it was a combo play between Isaiah Simmons and Buda Baker. Isaiah Simmons punched the ball out of Powell's, Brandon Powell's arms, the receiver going down the middle of the field. The ball was there, could have caught it. Isaiah Simmons punched the thing out into the air. The pig was flying, and suddenly there was Buda Baker with a pick that sealed the win for all intents and purposes. And Isaiah Simmons also had seven solo tackles in the game. Isaiah Simmons, big play. I'm going to give it to him. Game ball. I don't have another game ball. I have a few players I want to talk about, but do you have a specific game ball you want to hand out one more or two um, more? Yeah, I do, as a okay. matter of fact. Well, I don't know where Just your threshold ahead. is. Like Your threshold for five-star games is it has to be the Super Bowl. Right, of course. <laughs> like There's one five-star game to you all year. <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, this is kind of like fulcrum football players. I just went okay, ahead well, and then, told you then, why. All right, then I got another one. If, okay, if, I, if I have to pick another give one. It to me. Well, there's a guy that you wouldn't have to pick. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, there's there's a few. There's That's what I'm saying. There's a few that are close. So where do you draw the line? DeAndre Hopkins had 10 catches for 98 yards. I see. I know that everybody's just like, oh, yeah, he's supposed to do that. But he did it. Throw him the ball, and he will catch it basically 90% of the time. Okay, great. So 10 for 98. Didn't get in the end zone. Sorry. And In fact, I think I might know where you're going with the next game ball. What do you mean? I think maybe what? I know. Oh, no, no. See, now all of a sudden think you're thinking to yourself. I think I know. Okay. Um, gather on the transition. Or impressed the year right now. We got it. We've got to change the music. I'm just telling you. At some point in time, we do because it, it, I keep looking around for a fly that I want to whack. It makes me want to grill pineapples, but not eat them. Um, the game ball I have, holding it right here in my right hand, as I raise it up, Ace. I don't need. This goes, is going to tell us how how well I can predict what you're going to do. Goes to Tristan Viscano. Nice. Viscano. Nice. I was going to bring him up. Okay, now wait. Was that the guy you thought? No, it's not who I thought you were going to give it to. But that is who I wanted to talk about. Why would you not give it to this guy? I'm not saying I wouldn't. He He made both field goals. Yes. And he made all three extra points. Oh, by the way, popped one up. A little coffin corner as well. Did a great job on kickoffs. Yeah, you know what? Tristan Viscano. 
he gets a game ball. I well done. No problem with that. That's just not where I thought you were going, but I'm glad you brought him up because I wanted to talk about him in this segment. Is that their fourth kicker they've used this season? Yes. Like you, we've seen firsthand how difficult it is to find a kicker that can make his kicks. They clearly trusted him yesterday. I think it was big to hit that field goal early, but uh, he can stay. Because, <laughs> I mean, the Nine up and points, down with, with Prater, you never know when Prater's going to play. I, it, when he plays, he's great, but my gosh, like... You got to know who your kicker is each week, and uh, yeah, Tristan Vizcaino, nine points in the game. You won by ten. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty important in the no, game. No, that is no doubt. Um, I thought you were going to go. Well, I won't say it yet. I'll, I'll go with Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore, a huge catch on fourth down. Rondale Moore ended up with nine catches for ninety-four yards. So I'm down the field a little bit more, not just catching passes behind the line of scrimmage. I'll go with Rondale. Why not? Okay, you know what? You're going to go with Rondale Moore right there. There is one other guy. I wouldn't give him a game ball, but since we're actually doing it um, where we call them game balls, can we give him an honorary game ball? Is that possible Wait, to now do that right there? I, I mean, could we possibly do that? And the guy I'm talking about, my Jay Sanders, ladies and gentlemen. My Jay Sanders. Uh, he had a really good game. Had five he might, tackles. He might need a game ball, actually. Had five tackles, of course. He had a sack, and it was a huge strip sack, ladies and gentlemen. Had a quarterback hurry as well in a pass defense. Um, that strip sack should have been a touchdown, by the way. Should have been a touchdown right there. J.J. Watt picked that thing up and should have taken it to the house and would have taken it to the house. But my Jay Sanders, ooh, what are you becoming? What? What was that? You said that during the broadcast and I was afraid they were going to start playing that song during the game yesterday. Yeah, I know exactly. We all understand what it is. Put the robot dance in front of the mirror. But you know what, my Jay Sanders? That's okay. Keep Keep growing, keep developing, keep making plays. Put the robot, metaphorically speaking. I see you gave it to, I knew it was going to be one of the J's. I didn't know if it was going to be my J, JJ, or AJ. Because JJ watched oh it, had a touchdown. And by the way, on Twitter this morning, just paid some guy's bet that he would have won $1,000 <laughs> if JJ got the touchdown. And JJ Watt wrote back and was like, yeah, you got screwed and so did I. DM me, we'll figure it out. Uh, and AJ Green is who I kept thinking you were going to give one to. He only had two catches, but they were, they were, they were, they were brutal catches. All right, coming up next, we're going to take you through the top stories of the day with Wolf and Down Your Lunch. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.